Hello and welcome to Pop Club Media. I'm your host, C-Rad, for another week. Another week? Another week. And this and is my lovely co-host for another week, Ricky B. Hi. 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 We have a slow news week. Uh, what? We have a slow news week. We sure do. Sure do. It's still depressing this week. Last week was depressing. This week is like not as depressing or as bad, but it's still depressing in like a personal level for me. Oh yeah? Why? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Oh, I didn't do anything. It's not me. Who? Who Who hurt you? Who hurt me? Who touched you? <laughs> who touched me? Where did he touch you? Show me on the doll. He touched me right in the unity. <laughs> The Unity? The Unity! (laughs) (laughs) Deadly Premonition 2 came out on the Unity engine. Oh boy. Runs like shit. (laughs) It runs like it's reviews. Shit. (laughs) So like, what I'm not understanding with this whole Deadly Premonition thing is it never ran correctly to begin with. It was always kind of stupid. But I will say this. It does take me out of a game when two people are having a conversation and a car runs them over and this cutscene's still going. (laughs) But that's like classic <laughs> Daily Premonition jank. That's what we want, right? We want the Daily Premonition jank, but we don't want the shitty frame rate. The shitty frame rate. The shitty frame rate. Like, Daily Premonition 1 had bad frame rate for, like, every console it was ever on. Even the PC, which a third party, a fan, had to come and fix. Same guy who fixed the Dark Souls frame rate. <laughs> Came in and fixed Deadly Premonition, which Deadly Premonition running at 60 is pretty all right. And you can enjoy its goofy design decisions with with no like shitty frame rate or anything. But um, Deadly Premonition 2, unfortunately, is on the Switch. There's no mod to fix it. And it's got probably the worst frame rate I have almost ever seen. Like this is Dragon Guard 3 levels of bad frame rate. So like maybe they're falling in the footsteps of the third season of Twin Peaks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no. So this one actually takes uh, its its inspiration from, big quotation marks there, inspiration from True Detective Season 1, which is cool because I like True Detective Season 1. I've never seen True Detective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, it's kind of cool to see like how first one is based off Twin Peaks and now this one's based off True Detective. So it's kind of neat to see Who, who's the, the main, change there. Who's the main actor in... Uh, True Detective. And then, like, um, what's his name? All what's right, it? all right, all right. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Uh, Woody Harrelson. we got some lawbreakers. Woody Harrelson is one of the main actors in True Detective, while the other one is... Um, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Thank you. I know. I it's this, forgot his fucking name. podcasting brain just fucks me up. I should probably stop be drawing, too, because I'm, like, getting distracted. <laughs> Daily Premonition 1 has got some jank, and it's got some issues, and that's fine because that's in the past. I guess it's not fine in an overall scheme of things but it's in the past we expect its sequel to fix some of those issues to grow to be be better than the first at the very least if you can't make up for the writing you can make up for design decisions and holy shit that did not come through it actually runs worse than the first game runs worse and dare i say kind of 
at some points looks worse, plays worse than the first one. It's more limited combat. Like at least in the first one, you had different weapons. Like you can use the pipe to hit people. And, but in this one, it kind of throws it out the door and kind of just favors the pistol and like your fists. And there's really not that many enemy types. Well, the first one didn't have many enemy types either. It had a couple that I threw near the end, but you think that would be an improvement and in this one honestly with deadly premonition it was the combat wasn't the point of the game it was the writing and so whenever the evolution of sweary games here whenever a game called d4 dark dreams don't die came out it was an episodic telltale type of game where it just cut the bullshit took out the combat and tried uh, took out the whole I'm trying to be a video game portion and more like a Phoenix Wright telltale game where you choose dialogue choices and solve puzzles area. And I thought that was perfect for Suri because Suri doesn't know how to make a fun fucking game where you're playing it. But Suri is amazing with his dialogue of it being weird and interesting and just makes you go, what? <laughs> like it, the the style D four was just perfect for Sweary, and I really thought going forward, if he ever made another Daily Premonition, he would follow the suit where you aren't moving around and trying to shoot goblins or whatever. You're you, you just kind of just live the life of the detective in a certain situation, and that didn't happen. <laughs> Instead, we got worse version than the first game. Now I'm not implying that to the writing because the writing is actually on point to Deadly Premonition 1. Like it's kind of even better because uh, he's in this in Deadly Premonition 2, Francis York Morgan is allowed to talk more. And the more Francis York Morgan talks, the better the video game because every fucking word that comes out of that man's mouth is just gold. He's so weird and interesting. You just want to hear him talk for hours and they actually like go with it in this. They're like, yeah, let's let him just keep talking and it's great like he's so fucking weird and strange oh my yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i love daily premonition for francis york morgan it's the only reason why i even really enjoy the games and like the absurdity of it and man we're talking going full fucking force like we're starting the game off with F francis smoking weed and what? Ha he has milk cartons duct taped and people are touching his sanctuary spaces and he gets pissed off he has a fear for the color red <laughs> like we're talking why does he have a fear for the color red a lot of spoiler shit probably uh, i mean i don't know the real reason in Deadly premonition 2 yet because i'm just kind of like checking it out but uh uh in the first one a lot of shit happens with the color red <laughs> and like we're talking beginning cutscenes of him he is talking about how the reason why he's even in the town he's in is because he watched a movie called cat people real movie where it's a people of cats who have sex with each other to become human again real movie and he just wanted to see is uh, this an indie movie i guess man <laughs> and he wanted to see like it's where one of those it took sundance place. movies yeah they're he, always fucking weird he wanted to see where it took place and he's talking about how michael bay is a genius for the movie the island this is before transformers uh that the story takes place in 2005 and so like he's talking about how michael bay is like the most revolutionary director ever and then he's going places and it's like really funny in perspective and like we're talking how he doesn't have a car anymore because someone stole it but left him a skateboard and he's 30 miles away from his destination and decides to go 30 miles 
with a skateboard and he's never like used a skateboard before in his life and he talks about how after 10 miles he finally got the hang of it <laughs> like shit like that all right this is this is deadly premonition like i was like this is it like this is this is why i love deadly premonitions because francis york morgan is this weirdest motherfucker who isn't upset that his car got stolen because it got replaced by a skateboard and he got to learn something new like shit like that is why i love it <laughs> Like, you're just looking at me, like, Ricky B is looking at me like I'm a crazy person. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, yes, this is it. Like, this is it. You start you start the, the, the video game off with a chef cooking you breakfast, and it's the best breakfast ever. You go downstairs to find out the chef has changed clothes into a concierge, and you go, whoa, you're also the concierge? And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And then you go back downstairs, and the dude beat you downstairs, and he's in a different outfit as the bellboy and he's like you're also the bellboy and he's like i don't know what you're talking about meanwhile a painting behind you starts talking to you turns out the painting is a ghost of a shaman king named hondor or whatever the fuck a shaman king yes <laughs> and he talks about how you have to go explore the town of square a square the town's called square just square in french <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah. The town's a square and it's called Square. Welcome to welcome to Square. Wow. <laughs> That's the name of the town. Oh boy. Yeah, you see how much like I love this man's writing? Like it's so absurd. <laughs> but like he all pl he plays it straight the whole way and it's amazing. I love it. I'm glad you somewhat like the sequel even though you haven't played it yet, I guess. Well, I'm not going to because, like, this is where it's shit. Like, the frame rate is just unacceptable. And, like, whenever you pull the trigger in your gun, the game stops. Like, oh. it literally freezes a little bit. What? It's so broken. Like, it's so past Do you think this is why, like, okay, so you know how he's working on a other game, Stray Cat? He's working, like, a bunch of games, right? You think, like, that's going to, that Deadly Permission is going to be kind of a start of him being stretched too thin to his other projects? Here's the thing. Like, he released The Missing, and mm -hmm. The Missing apparently is just, it, it runs perfectly fine. Oh, well, maybe it's just a program team then. Well, yeah, it's it's usually he works with like, I don't want to say he works with Unreal all the time, but like The Missing and I think Dark Dreams is on Unreal Engine and this is their first time on Unity. And I think that was the reason. Like mm. they have no experience on Unity and that's what kind of led to the problems. This game just feels super cheap. Like it, may, it feels cheaper than the original in some ways. And they're charging almost full price for the game. It cost way too much. Fun fact, the original came out for $20. That's yeah. crazy, right? Like the original came out for $20 and it's it plays like a $20 game, let me tell you. But I would pay around $40 for that game. And I would probably play I wouldn't pay $40 for this one cuz it's so broken. I at least pay the first 40 one for any runs at a steady rate and you can actually play it and not get sick while going through the world. <laughs> and this one, like even just watching it, it makes me sick looking at it. Like I can't look at it for long because it looks like it's just so stuttery. It just hurts the eyes so i'm not gonna pay 50 dollars for this game like i'm just gonna watch it for now and until you fix it then i'll buy it like everyone's talking about the controversy with the whole transgender thing that's going on right now what i don't know the full story because i haven't seen the scene i've just been hearing people apparently uh york goes on this like tangent like about transgender people and like how much you need to defend them and whatnot and like i guess the joke is is like he's defending transgender people but then 
when he actually sees a transgender person, he refuses or he like he mistakenly says the wrong gender over and over and over by mistake and like does impressions of him or something. Like it's really weird. Uh Swiri's gotten a lot of flack for it and he like he's he's he, he released a statement just like uh not too long ago about how He's very sorry about, like, what everyone took it as. Like, he wasn't trying to upset people. So now he's going to rewrite the scenario. And then, like, it's going to patch out that scene. I kind of want to see this scene now. <laughs> yeah. I right. haven't heard <laughs> anyone talk about this. And usually I'm on top of controversies. Well, like, Daily Premonition is such a niche thing, right? I know like, it. You have to be following the people no, who love it. Everyone's be talking about dumb shit where I'm from. <laughs> or I'd be like, yo, man, let me tell you about this Ruby controversy. I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah, apparently it was just like really bad. And so like Sriri is going to patch out the scene and then re-upload it. And hopefully when that happens, he also fixes the frame rate and stuff. So I really can't say anything about the scene. I haven't seen it. I've only heard about it. Oh man, that would have been the first, as soon as I heard that shit, that would be the first thing I would watch. To me, like, I just not, I'm just not going to spend my money on a, on a super broken game. Like it's, it's fine if a game is jank, like, like stupid shit happens. Like you're in the middle of a conversation and like a car runs over you or like, (laughs) uh, um, whenever someone's picking up a bowling ball and like their hand is like separated from the bowling ball and it's like floating okay that's fine but like me physically playing the game and it's just a stuttered mess then no definitely not especially when the first one had it fine like it's a downgrade like why would i pay for a downgrade (laughs) (laughs) as much as i love daily premonition one of my favorite games all fucking time uh uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna (laughs) buy a a fucking broken ass game. So I'm gonna move on before I keep repeating myself and going around in a circle because I'm very passionate about Daily Premonition, so I want to talk about it a bunch. But we'll move on. Uh, quick trailer that came out before we talk about Ubisoft. Near. I'm excited mobile. for it, even though it's trailer. on mobile. Yeah, even though it's on mobile. Had a quick trailer, and the game continually impresses me. And I wish it was on the Switch or something else rather than the phone. I wish it was on a Switch too. At the very least, like put it on a Switch or something. Yeah, it, I think it's a damn shame because it's like it kind of gives me Child of Light vibe to it yeah and knowing yoko taro this is you know has some aspects of the other near games and dragon guard and all that i'm just really curious what this game's actually about you know yeah i can't say for what the game actually is but i like we did see a little bit of gameplay in this new trailer and it actually had um turn-based rpg which that's really cool for a Yoko Taro game because usually Yoko Taro games are all action. So I definitely want to see like what's what's the deal with this turn base because there's going to be something that's unique about it, right? Like Yoko Taro games have something weird about them. Definitely want to check that out. And what's already showing of like the Yoko Taro shit is not only are you going to be walking with like behind the shoulder third person view, it's also going to be like side scrolling, like 2D style walking. And this definitely feels like it's going to be a storybook style game like it's gonna be someone just talking to you as you walk forward that's what i feel like this game is yeah it was giving me uh another um shit what was it called uh the blind prince and liar princess yeah that it, it kind of has 
Yeah. Like what you were saying, that narrator is going to talk about what's, what's happening yeah. as you walk forward. And like, I don't think there's going to be much gameplay. Like, I barely think there's going to be much battles. Like, there's probably just going to be like set pieces just to remind you that it's a video game. But uh, yeah, this is totally just going to be you hold the forward button. And as you see environments and music happening, it's going to be people talking to you. And that's going to be it, which is fine because Yokutaro has uh, really, really good stories that are like compelling and weird and strange and make you think about shit i know he's a strange one too. yeah and <laughs> near series has amazing music and this still has that uh the environments look a little empty but i think that's the point yeah I think it looks isolation like... is a, a theme here <laughs> yeah you're just a little girl walking around in like a destroyed city it yeah. looks like so trying to find your way somewhere somewhere so that's you're looking for the two b two butt <laughs> to be you gotta find the to be two butts yeah and like there's like a little bit of a2 in there i think it's a2 it looks like her uh it looked like there was the android from dragon guard 3 was the third one the one with the girl with the flower in her eye yeah she's not an android but there is an android in Dragon yeah Guard but the, with there's the, the like a girl, girl with like black hair no she has like brown hair and glasses yeah it, there's a character that looked exactly like her in okay. that trailer cool i could have sworn she had black hair but whatever <laughs> it's been a while since i've seen it i mean leave it to them to change it or something right <laughs> So, can't wait for near more near. Gonna play it on the phone, probably Chromecast it or something. <laughs> Guess what Sony released? Your mom? No. <laughs> they finally showed us the PS5 game box art. What it's gonna look like. The the next generation of games is here. Wow. Wow. And it is Look, I don't know why I'm even hyping it up because it's just, it really just looks like they took the PS4 case and then changed the blue to white. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> like, that's that's what we got. I didn't even know that they released it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. But it's like a big, like, talk about how um, weird it looks. It just looks off because it's a blue case with, like, a white header. Everyone's just going, well, why didn't you go with, like, a black case or a white case? I'm like, who really cares? I'm so but... upset that that fucking system isn't black and blue. Yeah, well... That's this kind of confirms they're going all in on the white and black. Like, even the cases have the white, black, and blue yeah. aesthetic to it. Ugh. So, they're going all in with it's this. It's so fucking hideous. I fucking hate it. Watch watch it be like kind of like the Switch when you get special editions. It's just like an etch that's like on the white or some shit. <laughs> like, you can barely I'm like, can see I get it. a fucking different color system? I don't know. I just, I just hate the color white on shit. Don't worry. We'll take that system and put it behind the TV. You won't even know it's there. If we visible? get it, if we get it, I told you I'm not. Look, I'm not with it with Sony's next year, dumb shit. We'll think about getting it. Okay. And then two years later, it'll be on sale, and then we will have it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like the only thing that's out oh, that's coming out is the Miles Morales game and Dick Time. Two words. Dick Time. Dick Time. <laughs> <laughs> two words. Bloodborne. Two. Yeah, money. I thought you'd Cash be more money. You'd be more leaning towards uh was it Demon Souls? 
Demon Souls. Demon Souls is all right, but I want the Victorian style era of the monsters in the night. Whatever. It's all the same shit. Like, once they made Dark Souls, medieval Souls games is done. Like, Dark Souls was was it. Like, (laughs) that's that's it. (laughs) You're you're like, I'm in for the Victorian demons, even though it's the same bullshit. It's the same bullshit. It's the same bullshit. It looks the same bullshit. Oh, you know. You roll, stab him in the butt, roll, stab him in the butt, roll, stab him in the butt. Oh, you dead. Hey, Get sometimes pissed. that butt is another head, okay? Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. Shit. Okay. Fuck. All right, guys. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So you have San Diego Funko release on the docket. Yeah. My beautiful moderator, Ricky B. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Just tell me what you really want to talk about. That Funko was pissing me off. Really? <laughs> I, uh, I thought you were going to just talk about Bakugo. Honest, I do want that Bakugo Funko, though. Yeah, just talk about I, I just want it. It's him flying, and I fucking hate... I'm just like... I, I, I tell myself every time, I'm like, okay, after this phone call, I'm not getting any more. <laughs> and I, I don't even have the regular Bakugo figure, Funko shit, but it's him flying. I'm like, shit. Well, so, okay, all right. So, like, here's, what's, here's what I've been noticing about Funko is now, since Funko has just been around for so long, now they have to dial it up one more notch. Yeah, because. So now we're starting to get Funkos with effects. Like Catwoman Hush with Batman on it. Like we're getting Cowboy Bebop with the glass and like a scene rather than just them doing default Funko pose. Now we're getting Funkos that have like powers involved with them. Like Bakugo has the explosion effect. We have Goku farting energy. (laughs) We have when they eventually arrive, hopefully the Sensei characters have their magical abilities out the gate. You think they would have released like normal default pose Sensei and then the magical pose, but no, they're going right on into it. So like Funko dialed it up one. I know. I'm actually proud of them. I'm still kind of annoyed that I'm like, fuck man, I gotta buy another goddamn Funko. They're putting that extra effort in there. They're putting that little tiny bit of extra effort. Now, right. What I can't wait Honest, is I I hope they don't make Sailor Moon ones anymore. I don't have. They're going room. to. I have no room. The dial has been turned. Ricky. I swear to God, if I see fucking like the inner scouts, like yeah. imagine Sailor Mars has her fucking bow and arrow, and yeah. Venus has her chain, yeah. and Mercury has the fucking loot. What the oh, fuck I is can that? See it. Uh, and then I'm Jupiter the has space. the thunder. Sh- Looking at your space, looking at some a nice little spot for those energy, like them, the, the Sailor Scouts doing their moves. Oh, yeah, we're at. <laughs> I'm not going to describe our home, but like, <laughs> the, like I'm j- they're going to do that. Like, they've already released as much as they possibly could of Sailor Moon Funkos. Like, I'm looking at, because you have all of them. Yeah, I, I don't have the Queen Barrel one because I don't Oh, yeah, you're missing because Toys R Us died. <laughs> so, like. <laughs> Well, I'm looking at at least 20 something. I see. Of I the have the Moon ones. I have the, you have the full collection almost, except Barrel. Yeah, I have. I even got Tuxedo Mask. I got him on a special deal. You have both versions of Tuxedo Mask. No, I just have one. Oh, wait, I'm no. I'm looking at two. Oh, yeah. I have you the. You got ho- so many. You don't even fucking know. I have. Okay, so I have like the Hot Topic one. I have yeah. two Hot Topic ones. And then I have uh, the San Diego one with Black Lady. 
I have the, I think it was Toy Fair. I'm not totally for sure. Of Sailor V. Well, it would be faster to name the one you're missing. Yeah, Which is right. Queen Barrel. And I think there's like a. There's like two sparkly ones. Spar- yeah, a sparkling wedding dress one. That you're no, missing. there's like a sparkling regular version of Sailor Moon. And then there's one with Chibi Moon. Okay, those are like the only ones you're missing. Yeah, but I don't care they're going to make the ones of the superpowers i hope they don't they're going to i'm gonna uh, i'm like legit gonna be like shit <laughs> i'm gonna get those yeah hell yeah and then like when they make the spider-man one with the superpowers i'm gonna get it oh god shit shit i almost got um the 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 ps4 spider-man one but i'm like i don't need another spider-man funko i got two of them <laughs> i got i got miles and peter like i think i'm good <laughs> yeah you even got a fucking sell one sell for that one DB's. is because like i walked into this like hot topic and i felt bad you felt bad yeah why'd you feel bad because like you know we walked in took their masks because like they're passing out masks <laughs> uh and like you know we were just like in the store a little bit and i was like well I might as well get something. And I think I was trying to get... I, I think I got two Funkos. Yeah, you got uh, Spider-Man from, like, the 50th anniversary comic. And, like, there was a deal of, like, oh, buy two Funkos. And I'm like, well, shit, there's a deal. I got to get it. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> and then you even got $5 off because of me. Yay. Yeah, hot cash. Hot cash. Hot cash. Hot cash. Super hot you do you remember super hot super hot what <laughs> damn it <laughs> the game is just called super hot i don't know super hot what <laughs> oh shit <laughs> am i supposed to know what that is okay super hot is a really cool indie game but oh. i probably should have bought on sale. i don't play indie games don't call me out on my shit right now <laughs> don't call me out <laughs> don't call me out i don't think it's worth calling out so <laughs> Super Hot is like a really cool game, especially in VR, where every little action makes the world move. So it's like you're playing a shooter in slow motion, so you can like act like you're in the fucking Matrix. I have no and idea dodge what you're bullets and about. shit. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm describing it I to know, you, but so I'm you do saying. know. So like, like let's say bullets are coming at you. If, if if someone shoots a bullet, it's actually in slow motion so you can like dodge it and shit with like your body and then once you beat the level it like plays the whole thing back in like fast motion and it looks really cool okay anyways this game's fun and i decided not to purchase the game on sale because i'm a freaking idiot and the whole point of why i'm talking about this and this is news a sequel is coming out for the game a sequel a sequel a sequel and here's what's special about the sequel So the developers are so cool that they were like, hey, if you bought the first game, you get the second one for free. We don't give a shit where you bought it either. You could have bought that shit on the Switch, the Xbox, the PS4. As long as you email us, you're going to get the game again. We're going to get the game. I mean, you can still buy it. Yeah, you have until July 16th to buy it. And like, then you get the sequel for free. Well, I guess you still have time. You got like one more days, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well. I just think that's really cool. That is pretty cool. Something really special too is the sequel was announced on an official PS4 trailer. 
and they talked about the Switch, the Xbox 360, and Steam all in that trailer, and like they just didn't give a shit. The way it was kind of like implemented is normal trailer plays out, and then you see this floppy disk, and and like the span of two seconds, this like huge paragraph, like books worth of text just flies by the screen really fucking quick, and then the trailer ends, and they didn't say shit. And what it is is like when you frame by frame the text, that's where it says, hey, if you bought the first game, you get this one for free. No, no, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> no bullshit. No bullshit. There you go. No bullshit. No bullshit. So that's just cool. I just wanted to talk about super hot because that right there is super hot. <laughs> super hot. Super I still don't hot. know what you're talking about, but okay. I'm just going to go with it. I mean, you've seen it. I'm I've sure. I've shown you. It's like red people and you kill them. No. Bang, 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 bang. No. No. I know what the hypertension drifter is. Yeah, that's an indie game you played. Well, watched. Wait, I, no, you played it. We did. We did two players. Yeah, I died it. in it because I did. I didn't understand. <laughs> I just know he coughs a lot in it. <laughs> Very artsy fartsy in a good way. Isn't there a sequel to that now? Or yeah, is, yeah. It was. Or it's like a pseudo sequel or some shit. Yeah, it's from the same like people, the the Heart Machine Company. Yeah. Let's keep talking video games. The big one, or quotation marks, big one. Ubisoft had its press conference kind of not really today. Woo! Well, not today, but you know, Sunday. Woo! <laughs> Confetti. Yo, man, are you excited for Far Cry Dream Island? Shit, I haven't been excited for Far Cry since ever. <laughs> There's a man holding this little black kid, and it's fucking creepy looking. Well, yeah, on the cover. Yeah, I'm just like, man, this little boy about to. Get... So you haven't <laughs> seen Breaking Bad, but that's the villain in Breaking Bad, like the, the the coolest one. Yeah, the one that gets half his face blown off. Spoilers, but yes. I don't give a fuck. That oh. show's been out for a billion years now. That's not not a good enough good excuse. Oh, well, it's an excuse for me. <laughs> so I mean, maybe it's got I should that put actor. <laughs> I mean, every Far Cry is like, yeah, we have an actor or we have a big bad guy because Far Cry Three had a cool bad guy, so that's now our marketing thing. So I guess it's neat that this guy's in it. Uh, he was also in Mandalorian at the very end. Yeah, he had the uh, black saber. Yeah, the black saber. So that's cool. Or the Mandalorian saber. Or the the Mandalorian. <laughs> it is the Mandalorian saber. Well, technically, it is with uh, Star Wars lore. It's that the. I don't watch that nerd shit. I watch Star Trek. I don't watch either one, but I fucking know this. Okay. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. Boy, I'm about to fucking... Do rip, it. Do rip. it. I'm about to rip your dick off. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> like an x-ray attack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to dress up a Sindel tube while I do it. That's hot. <laughs> Uh, what else is that? Ubisoft? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to talk about Far Cry that much. I mean, it's it's pew pew, shoot shoot, open world. Neither one Ubisoft. of us give a rat's ass. That's yeah. the only one I even know that uh, came out. I haven't gave a shit about a Ubisoft game since um, Splinter's. The last Splinter Cell game was the last time I gave a shit about Ubisoft. Like, for real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I want to get into that. I'm a little heated. Just a little tiny bit. But don't you have cell phones? But don't you have a cell phone? Okay, Blizzard. But don't you have a phone? Okay, Blizzard. <laughs> don't you have a phone? Okay, Tencent. <laughs> 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 we'll get to Splinter Sound in a sec. Let's talk about the other games. They had... It's even hard to even think. Um, they had Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And mm -hmm. it was Assassin's Creed. 
whoopty fucking do. Yeah, no um, one gives a fucking rat's ass I mean, about that. If either. you like Assassin's Creed, guess what? You got more Assassin's Creed. Good for you. I'm so happy. Enjoy your congratulations open world experience where it takes it really seriously and you have you know you know all right combat and. I guess an immersive world, and you, you're walking around doing nothing for a good, good eight hours. So, is, is <laughs> Assassin's Creed the new ones coming out every year again, or is it every two years? Now? It's like every two years now. Yet now it's starting to feel like it's every year, right? I feel like it's every year now. It's like apparently it's like, I missed like two Assassin's Creed games. I don't play them, but you know, yeah. I thought that the, like the newest one was the Egyptian one, but it turns out I'm fucking stupid. It yeah. takes place in Greece. Like, oh well, fuck. Me. <laughs> I need to stop fucking with the mic while you're talking. That's terrible. <laughs> Don't worry, I fuck with my mic too while you're talking. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you like Assassin's Creed, good for you. Good for you. I'm happy for you. I am. Ha- I am happy for you to like Assassin's Creed. I don't play Assassin's Creed ever since two. Two was good, I guess, until the very, very last part of it where it was like Adam and Eve or Assassins, and I was like, this is this is dumb. <laughs> I hear Assassin's Creed Four is good. Need to play that one. I ain't playing any of them. Really, that's like the best one. I think they're all fucking stupid. Sure. Let's move on. Um, Trials Rising. That's happening. Are you excited? What is it? Trials. Trials. Rising. You're on a a four-wheeler doing tricks. Oh. (laughs) That's it. I can just do that at my parents' house. In real life. In real life. Why would I fucking pay for that shit? where you're getting at. No, the Trials games have always been fun. Um, Basically, to me, every time a new Trials game comes out, it's like, oh, look, they added more levels to your game. (laughs) They don't really change it up that much. They just... You know, release more. That so sounds now you have stupid. More. Well, that's 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 the Ubisoft press conference in a nutshell. Wow. <laughs> is is that stupid? Uh, another Just Dance. Yeah, that's the this is the press conference in a nutshell. Oh look, another one. Uh, Ghost Recon. Oh look, another one. Just Dance. I mean, I mean. The huge shit that just came out is there is a Tom Clancy uh, All Stars game coming out for the phone, and it features Sam Fisher mm-hmm. from Splinter Cell. Wow. They showed off Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell to yet again not have another game, along with Prince of Persia, along with all these other cool Ubisoft games that have not seen the line of day, like Beyond Good and Evil 2. What? I don't know. I don't know what that game is. (laughs) I thought they were making another Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, we all did, didn't we? Yeah, wasn't there a trailer like a billion years ago? I think it was like four. Uh, they had like a monkey, had a monkey. And, and it had a black girl in it, right? That they were like on a board yeah. flying. Am I remembering this? There was wrong? a pig that talked just like in the first Okay, line. I was just like, I did I have a fever dream or something? <laughs> Man, <that's beyond laughs> this happened, evil. right? Got weird shit. <laughs> got weird shit. Yet again, they have not shown gods and monsters. Their breath, their answer to Breath of the Wild, even though. <laughs> That footage of it got leaked. <laughs> like, I don't know why they don't have a trailer. They just, yet again, didn't impress. They didn't really impress. All they really had is, hey guys, we have a new Far Cry. That was it. That was the whole announcement. And that shit got leaked before the thing. Like, that was supposed to be the big reveal was, there's a new Far Cry, and it got leaked. So, When do you think we're going to get the uh, Evo announcements? August. We're probably going to release them when they were planned. Oh, okay. All right. I guess that's dumb. But go on. Yeah, I'm done talking about Ubisoft and their dumb shit. (laughs) We can move on. We can move on past 
best video games. We're kind of done with video game news. I mean, there's Final Fantasy Part Two news, but not really. Yeah. All the news is is like we're working on it. That's yeah. it. Like we're working from home. Well, no shit. There's a pandemic out. Of course you're working from home. Thanks, Nomura. Thanks for the update. Like, <laughs> thanks, Nomuron. <laughs> uh, I guess to continue the Square Enix train, I'm playing Worlds in you. I still love it. You know, it was pissing me off yesterday. Give me, give still, me chance. Give me, give me chance. I still love it. Uh, <laughs> I'm at Joshua's part. Joshua's great. Joshua's a little shit. Can't wait to see him in the anime. Just how he's animated. But uh, uh, we were talking about Star Wars earlier with uh, with um, I just want to say the actor's name is Gus, even though that's like his name in Breaking Bad is Gus. I just want to call him Gus. Mm-hmm. But like we were talking about Star Wars. Let's let's keep on talking about Star Wars. Apparently, Kathleen Kennedy might be stepping down. That's the rumor. Yeah, there's a rumor that she is stepping down because the Disney head execs are tired of her dumb shit because they lost a lot of money with. Um, the newer Star Wars movie and they're probably this is all hearsay and what I've heard people you know on the internet take everything with a grain of salt right yeah. that um, is his name Floley the dude who's making the Mandalorian I don't know. The guy that was that's in the newer Spider-Man movies uh, might be taking over the Star Wars sector. The Star Wars sector? I mean. Saga. And then there's also rumors that they uh, are going to retcon the newer Star Wars movies and just kind of start from scratch from there. And I'm like, okay, that's that's all kind of fucking stupid. John Favreau was is the creator of Mandalorian. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking about? Yes. All right, yeah. Uh, they just need to do what they did with Mandalorian for the, the whole Star Wars universe or whatever the fuck. They just need to let people who love the series make stories. Like, Well, do you know what the fucked up thing is, too? That Kathleen Ken- Kennedy was George Lucas's number two, and she fucked over the series. That's because she's thinking about money. I mean, that's like the whole that's goal, right? That's not really right? what she was thinking, but... I mean, like, okay, <laughs> so, like, all the Star Wars shit that came out in her reign was just, like, optimal business, let's get the money. Like, that's that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, that, that is the end goal for any business, is to right. get money. But, like, it wasn't about stuff who had a passion to have things created. Like, when Star Wars first began, is someone had an idea, they had a passion to make a story, and they did when good star wars shit comes out it's always like a team who loves star wars and they have their own story to tell kotor knights of the republic is like that clone wars cg and the taranoski things are like that anything that's like hey we just have a story we want to tell in this world always comes out really good for star wars so that's just that's just what needs to happen john favreau fucking loves star wars right he was part of clone wars he made the mandalorian and it turned out great because he fucking loves Star Wars. That, that's See, the end. Okay, People so- who have been making Star Wars lately don't fucking love Star Wars. They just like money. <laughs> yeah, and then there was this whole rumor that, well, I guess it did get confirmed, but I don't know now, that uh, the girl who made the uh, Russian doll was getting her own Star Wars series. And it was supposed to be like a sitcom, and now that show might be cut so they can make other stuff. And I think there's a new Star Wars show that got announced um, sometime, uh, got announced today or yesterday or some shit just called like, Star Wars Brit- Band? Just fucking slow it down. That's like all we all want. Like, quit putting it everywhere because you're turning out more shit than you are greatness. Like, when EA got the Star Wars license, it was just like, well, we need to make a games for service game. So we made Battlefront, you know, using the nostalgia 
strings to make us all buy it and it turns out it was just a greedy mess that was you know shitty i mean the gameplay was fine but it was all fucking loot boxes on the left and right and then here comes the people who make titanfall come in and they're like we just honestly want to make a good star wars game and they did for the most part they made a good star wars game and you look at that if you have a passion to make something fun and good and enjoyable then it that comes out like that i mean it's just quality it's how it works honestly i think all they we should, want i think they should just slow it get, down yeah slow it down get rid of all the people who fucking don't really give a fuck about this franchise because where the money is is the fans so you know but problem is they spend a shit ton of money to get this property so we want the money yeah they gotta have the money i'm just saying that like i don't know i don't really give a fuck about star wars to begin with i just thought it was kind of a fun thing that kathleen kennedy might be out of the job soon i love how like the stuff they should have capitalized on they were like no this isn't gonna work out this mandalorian stuff it's whatever it's not gonna it's not gonna be great like put it on disney plus it's not gonna nothing's gonna come out of it and now everyone's like everyone was like where's the baby yoda stuff and then the finally baby yoda stuff comes out i bet you there's people out there going yo where's the mando helmet can i get like a mando like replica gun like where are the toys at yo <laughs> you know i just remember disney being like yeah we didn't want to spoil baby yoda and I'm like, I think that I I will say this till I, till my fucking death that they did not have any faith in the Mandalorians. It Why they did not like make did. any fucking <laughs> merchandising for this shit until now. It's been a trinkle. Now when season two comes out, there's gonna be like an explosion of merchandise. But I like right it. now, it's like yeah, they obviously didn't know what they had. <laughs> like <laughs> i know and then like baby yoda was like the most searched thing during the holidays and like force awakens which is like a really popular star wars game right now the titanfall 2 people made it there's like no merchandise for it like <laughs> it's like yeah you guys didn't believe in this you guys are like quality what the hell is that no, all right. these new characters why would people like something new <laughs> make a luke skywalker toy <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what happened so yeah, right i don't know star wars yet again is just stupid <laughs> right like i like mandalorian i like force Awakens. not force awakens um the one with the kid that's joker and gotham got ham the game uh, i want to say i want to say the jedi apprentice sure <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's all stupid. The Papple, <laughs> the what the hell are they called? The Padawans. Padawans. The Padawans journey. The Padawans <laughs> journey. <laughs> Can I, if if anyone's listening to this, and I swear to God, if I see Star Wars having anything that says the Padawans journey, I want money. <laughs> <laughs> i want money fallen order it's called fallen the fall of the jedi i said force awakens every time i think but fallen order is what it's called the force awakens wasn't that the dumbass movie the movie's all right i don't know i think they're all bad like jj was obviously passionate about the first movie so he wanted to make his own version listen of the first what how i feel about that <laughs> is just like okay yeah that's cool you're doing an homage you should have done more things different and it didn't didn't really help that I mean, the they sequel did didn't different the main character is a girl now <laughs> that's all they did different was the main character was a girl they had a black guy <laughs> a black guy that they were like 
Okay, you see his poster? We're gonna shrink him down. They had a black guy in the first episode instead of like you know the second one, and then he turns up. You know, he turns out to be a bad guy. I, I heard someone uh, talk about John Boyega's uh, part in the movie. That the reason why Finn didn't have a story arc, it, you know, people shit on the Disney poster for the first movie, and the reason why he didn't have a bigger part in the next two was because of China. So they can get away with not having him in the movie and him being having a small little icon on the posters. I'm like, I believe it. Disney don't give a, a Star fuck. Star Wars story with no humans. Just have it all aliens, like blue people or something. Like shit. Mass Effect? Well, Mass Effect is a story about humans. Yeah, but you have aliens, so... Yeah, you have aliens in Star Wars. I'm talking about like an all-alien cast. No humans. That would be neat, but that I will tell you right now, that will never happen. Yeah, I know. It's a bummer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe I'm, a cartoon. Yeah, I'm done talking about dumbass Star Wars. I just kind of want to talk about Mass Effect now. Fuck, I love Mass Effect. <laughs> Let's talk about stupid shit. Stupid movies. Let's talk about stupid movies. Ra- Ready Player One. That was a dumb movie, right? Yep. The movie was dumb. About, especially with his long legs. <laughs> You're referring to the poster, of course, where yeah. they, they did this big fuck up, which I think it still exists today, where it's all the dude's leg is like super long. And it's like one leg, too. So he's, got, he's like, you know, walking with this gimp leg going around. <laughs> this poor man and his long leg and his tiny gimp leg. I don't, I, okay, I think Ready Player One, one, uh, one for one, for one, that, um, player, so they're in the VR world, whatnot, and I get it that they're not going to do this, but in reality, you damn well know that there have been anime waifus everywhere, too, I don't like how the girl was supposedly ugly, and she just had a barely seen birthmark. I would have made her fat. I'm just saying. I would have made her fat and like made her have glasses. Make her the just just have like this kid think of how he thinks she's gonna look, but then he sees her finally and she's not the ideal woman but he still falls in love with her i think that would been more believable i'm sorry he should have been not pretty either i don't think any of the cast should have been pretty <laughs> i should i think they should have all been just normal looking fuckers the other thing i don't like about ready player one is it feels like it's written and directed by someone I'm talking to you, Steven, who doesn't get what video games are today. Like, every time video games get brought up in a movie or something like Pixels or Wreck-It Ralph or anything that has, like, the or Spy Kids 3D, like, every time these things come out, it just, like, puts a, a big old shit mark on, on what video games are today. Everyone in the movie industry thinks video games are still like Atari games. Like, I know They it. still believe that we're in the Super Nintendo age. Like, they don't believe a game like Last of Us 2 came out and is making this big controversy about a death and shit like that. Right? Like, it's just so weird. And like, I, I for one like video games being video games again, but like, I'm not like oblivious to the fact that games have 
changed, you know, also, since then. Games are an actual <laughs> medium where people are allowed to tell their story. Not just pew pew, it's Pac-Man and Donkey Kong, get the points, high score. Like, the word high score hasn't really been a thing for video games <laughs> for like the longest time. Right, no the only around. time you're actually worrying about fucking high scores, yeah, yeah people still play Tetris and shit, but like, yeah, there's like, like different games now. I'm like, have you motherfuckers never played a fucking Final Fantasy game? Yeah, like where it's like a an RPG where you're leveling up characters and going through this depth story. Like, I I always like cringe when people just go, yeah, video games are just for kids. Oh <laughs> like God, I every time I hear that shit, <laughs> like it's a it's they've evolved into a medium where people get to tell their story now. Like that's why video games are so cool to me. Like I don't give a shit about someone's high score and i don't give a shit that like games are supposed to be hard like that's not the reason why a lot of people play the games they play it because it, there's immersion that you can't get from a book or a movie like mm -hmm. you're you're controlling something that's in someone else's world i've always loved that about video games where i am controlling something that's in someone's head this is someone's vision that i'm in right now and i have always loved that but like every time there's a movie or something i go you, you, you gotta go jump over the barrels like in mario right <laughs> Okay, like, okay, well, the Ready Player One, I think what made me absolutely fucking hate it, it was like, so there's this whole scene where they have to race, like, fucking Mario Kart and fucking, what, what's that? Oh, uh, the one with Sweet Tooth, what's that game called? Twisted Metal? Yeah, Twisted Metal kind of yeah. thing. And no one can get past fucking King Kong. No one can. So the main character's just like, what if I drive backwards? I'm like, no one no one has ever thought about this in three <laughs> motherfucking years. Right. That bit, honestly, I think, and realistically, it, I mean, it didn't take me that much out of the movie, but if you're not, if you're going forward and people are constantly dying, I think by the second day, someone had been like, hey, me." Maybe we should drive backwards because, I mean, gamers find fucking Easter eggs and shit pretty fucking fast. You got fucking data miners. You're going to tell me no one's thought about driving backwards. And then there's the, um, I like the, uh, the Shining scene, but. I don't. <laughs> I After mean, watching The Shining, I mean, thankfully, I, 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 I praise Ricky B every single day for this like without her i wouldn't have seen the shining before ready player one because <laughs> ready player one does not give a shit if you haven't seen the shining like yeah. like uh, literally a month before we saw ready player one you had no idea this was going to happen but you're like yo let's watch the shining and you know i finally got to watch it for the first time which is crazy because i love cinema uh, some cereals some cinema cereal but like I, I i love films i think they're great and i never seen the shining and i finally watched it and i was like this is great this is fantastic and especially when i watched dr sleep I'm like, yo, The Shining is a fucking masterpiece. Like, that's a great movie. Um, I'm so glad I got to see it before. Ready Player One just takes a shit all over The Shining and is like, yo, remember what happened? This happened in The Shining. I'm just dude? saying that, like, I I just liked how The Shining came back because I I always get geeked out when I see The Shining and shit. But yeah. I understand why you don't like it. Uh, I think it was kind of stupid with the zombie scene where they had to jump on the zombies. That I'm like, what the fuck is scene. this? That shit's 
all over it. Like that scene in the actual Shining where like everyone comes to life and is dancing and shit is supposed to be like this weird event that happens. And it's like, no, there's zombies. And then like the floor is acid and shit. Cause video games and like, this is a movie. Like what the fuck? <laughs> what was the last task? Uh, they had to play a game where it had the first ever Easter egg, which I found out later that that is not the first Easter egg in a video game. You see, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, when it comes to, like, this is supposed to be a celebration of video games. Well, the last test is to find the first ever Easter egg. The hurt, the hurt. I'm like, of course. Of course, it's all about the Easter egg. Because that's all about video games. It's all about Easter eggs. <laughs> like, but, like, to go back to the, uh, one last point about that Shining scene. Oh, like, God. The, the, another big reason why that makes me so upset is because there are so many people who went to go watch that movie who have never seen The Shining because they're too young. Like, why would they know about The Shining? Like, they're kids. Like, there are, like, young teens and kids going to that movie because fucking video games, right? Like, Hello Kitty's in the goddamn fucking movie. I know. I pointed that shit out real fucking quick. You're going into Ready Player One, and, like, Steven Spielberg just... He he goes, hey, you've seen The Shining, right? Like, of course these people haven't seen The Shining. This is, like, fucking kids' film. Like, why would they have seen The Shining? And they're like, "Let's, let's recreate everything from The Shining and use actual footage from the shining like if it was like a little reference like if the level was based off the shining and it wasn't using actual footage and just creaming their pants about it i think i would i would have like a better time with it if it was an actual shining video game and then like the video game was bad because that would be a fun little like poke like that would make me understand like oh you play video games because it's it's a movie licensed version of the of the shining and it's bad like I would have got it. But no, instead, you literally just use footage of The Shining and just, like, ruin a bunch of shit. The the blood coming through, the, the fucking lady in the room in the bathtub. Like, you're just making a joke out of that. And that just ruins it. <laughs> Man, you know, I think this is probably the first podcast you've been fucking triggered. And I'm like, man... This is what I sound like because when I'm going Because The Shining off. is really good. I know The Shining's really good. And I understand <laughs> why you're fucking pissed. But you can kind of say this. Oh, no. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. That's, that's an insult to that movie. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I just, I, I just hate how they didn't go far enough with it when it came to the actual video game world. I think that they should have done more with it. And then with casting, like I said, I wouldn't cast like fucking supermodels in it. I would have been like, okay, this guy looks like an average Joe because that's who would have been playing it. And apparently, um, I don't know if this is true, but I heard this from somebody that the uh, main character from Ready Player One was actually kind of chunky in the book. And I'm like, why didn't you cast that? But I understand why, because marketing. Yeah, marketing. Marketing. <laughs> Get this. You know, like, the characters, their models, like, their in-game video game models, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be based off anime. Did you even get that? Like, did they even feel like they were based off anime? Uh, The only one that felt like anime is maybe the main two characters, kind of. Like, those are the two that are supposed to be based off anime. But to me, that they don't look anime. They they, they look like what Americans think anime. Yeah, looks Yeah, that's like. what I that's was getting at. That like. that was just like this is what I feel like. White like parents. We're yeah. Like, oh, this that's is the what problem like, with Ready Player One. It feels like what parents think video games are, rather than people who actually love video games. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that was the vibe I was getting. I was just like, I don't understand why they look like the stereotypical what fucking parents think anime looks like. Because they had like the big old eye. Uh, the f- I hate the C 
CGI eyes in it. Ugh. But I like the scene in it where the kid's driving around and the tr- the the truck and he has his Japanese friends and he just assumes that they're his Japanese friends in the fucking VR world. I'm like, boy, I don't know if this is racist or what this is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like mean, the Gundam. The Gundam. The I like r- seeing the RX-78 in like a, in a movie. I think that was cool. You know, it was like a couple seconds. Like it wasn't even that long. It was like a minute. Yeah. Didn't the person do the actual Gundam thing, or am I thinking that wrong? The, no, like, I think he did watch. like the like the beam saber pose, like the attack. Uh, I remember that there was like a spike. Uh, his ship's Easter egg was in it. Yeah, but, but like was- <laughs> RX-78 was like in your face i know it yeah so that was cool and like iron giant seeing iron giant again i think cool and sad oh my god the iron giant i think made me more mad than the shining yeah i I get you because it's like taking that character and kind of just shitting all over it. yeah like like, they had his fucking guns and shit out i'm like like, iron giant's supposed to not have that i mean he's supposed to have it but no i mean like he's supposed to be like not about that yeah like if he's using his guns he's losing control and it's supposed to be like sad yeah, yeah, and that's when I saw that scene. I was like, "Really? I don't like this." <laughs> uh, I the villain was kind of dumb to me too, where he had the fucking chair, and it was just like I'm not understanding how the VR shit works because you have a bunch of kids playing Halo and they're running down the street, uh, and you have people just sitting in one spot and they're moving. Oh, everywhere. dude, I forgot all about that. I'm shit. like, how the working <laughs> yeah like uh, isn't there at one point they're actually in a car and like passing through the streets while people are in vr yeah people will be fucking dead like if cars were just banned i would get it but like people were just like in the street just doing this vr shit oh, man uh, there, the other thing that took me out of the movie is when the cops no one called the cops until the very end where they arrested the main guy and like the guy is like fucking the the villains kidnapping people who are not paying credits in the game and like making them work in a sweatshop i'm like how the fuck is this this doesn't make any (laughs) fucking sense i don't and i don't know how to become a review of the movie i know but uh, there's a sequel to the book that's why we're talking about it i was about to get to that like did we talk about the news about it like that was the whole point yeah i know we were too busy shit on this movie because me and you fucking hated this movie (laughs) (laughs) we hated this movie for two different reasons well kind of it's dumb I give it a zero. Reason number one, it's dumb. It's dumb. Reason number two, it's super dumb. Like I said, the fucking, the virtual world isn't, doesn't go far enough. And the casting is so fucking typical. It's dumb. Let's move on before I get even more pissed about this stupid ass movie. Did you hear that Batwoman got a new actress? Yes. Did you hear that Batwoman got new writers? No. Then who fucking cares? All right. Funimation. (laughs) Is streaming Naruto. Naruto. But isn't that Viz Media? Yeah, I'm not understanding this. So I guess there's this whole partnership. And Viz Media is owned by Warner Brothers. Keep in mind, Sony owns Funimation. So I guess that Funimation and Viz Media are kind of doing like a partnership for a little bit. Because they were also doing, when Anime Expo was going on, Funimation would have their panel like, hey, if you want to check out more information, go to the Viz Media panel and vice versa. So I guess they're all together in this. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
That's all I got to say about that. I don't Turns know. Turns out everybody owns anime. I don't like the idea of that. There's like a monopoly, though. That's just my opinion. Yeah. 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 Remember when we were talking about Mario? Yes. Specifically, the Lego Mario sets, where I was like, why the fuck don't they have an actual, like, why is it this toy and not a Lego set? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? They made an actual Mario. They made a Lego set. Oh, that's neat. (laughs) And it's actually really cool. (laughs) Like, why wasn't this the thing? Like, they're just, like, they didn't even release it. It got leaked. It got leaked in the magazine is what happened. Oh. Yeah. But, like, it's really cool. <laughs> like, it should have been the first thing. Well, okay, all right. This is more, okay, the other Mario thing, that's for the babies, all right? The toy that lights up and you play the little so game. So you're saying this Lego's for the adults? Yes. For the Lego masters? This thing <laughs> is nuts. Let me describe it to you. Yeah. You're not just making a Mario Lego set. You're making a Nintendo Entertainment System set. What? So you're making a Nintendo. A Nintendo. Out of Legos. Were you making like the The first Nintendo system, the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. You're making it out of Legos. Oh, shit. And it's like, it's not like playable or anything, but like it's functional to where you can move all the buttons and, you know, turn it open. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. It keeps going. So not only are you making that, you're making the cord that Mm -hmm. plugs in to the TV and you're making the TV. And the TV has like little RCA, like Lego pieces and shit. So you're actually making like a full as if you were back in the the, the 80s set. Where you're making a CRTV out of Legos and you're making a Nintendo Entertainment System and the controller, let's not forget, and the controller out of Legos. And not only that, you're creating to where the TV is on and playing Mario. (laughs) So you're making a, a moment where Mario is jumping in the air and... It makes the full scene where it's the first world and it has like a mushroom Goombas and the blocks. So it's like a stop motion moment. That's really cool. Of of playing Mario. <laughs> but what's, it's made out of Legos. What's the price tag on that? Okay, so this is where this is for the adults. This is oh, where that it comes like three hundred dollars. Bingo, <laughs> three hundred and thirty dollars. Oh no. Oh yes. How big is it? Uh, oh, I guess it's enough, because okay. it's an image. You can't really tell. Well, okay. Well, we have a little bit, little perspective here. We have a little bit of perspective. It's big enough to where there's a nice little slot that can fit the toy Mario. That where you can look over and go, wow, you did a good job. Mm-hmm. So the 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 Mario that like came out, the Lego Mario that came out, is actually really big. Mm-hmm. Like he's about the half the size of your uh, computer monitor right here. Yeah. So he's pretty big. He looks small in the picture. Oh, fuck. And there's a slot where you can sit and look over to like be impressed of what you're building. It's a big set. It's a big boy. <laughs> like I'm I bet you, I bet you, like this is Lego we're talking about. I bet you this is the like it, everything's going to be like real size except for the TV. Like the, the Nintendo itself is going to be actual size and then, like the TV is going to be a little bit mini. But it's going to be big enough to where you can see a full scene of Mario and be like, yeah, that, that's a Mario scene. That's a Mario. That's a Mario. That's neat. I just thought it was really cool. I'm like, wow, that's that's really impressive. I won't buy it though. I ain't buying no fucking. <laughs> you gonna buy it? No. Tell you, tell you, tell you, we'll get this live on the podcast. Let me show you it. Let okay. me let me let you look at it. It's really cool. It's really cool. 
Ooh. It's impressive, even. If they want to impress... Like, pe- people can, like, make, like, Luigi versions of this shit, too. And, like, p- like create their own Mario scenes. Like, people are going to get really creative. Because it was just a good idea to put a CRTV in there. People are going to put make their own scenes. I want to see people make, like, fucking Final Fantasy. Or, like, make Ghostbusters or some shit. Like, some wild. makes, like, Smash Bros. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Like a Like, a NES smash bros going on and yeah. like people make multiple controllers i have to really scroll down i'm filling in time as much as i can here folks but like yeah i think i think they they really knocked it out of the park on this one all right so i'm gonna pass you the phone right here you can kind of just look through it oh shit i know right really cool describe to me your thoughts oh oh damn oh it's really cool and this got leaked from like a magazine someone this thing's fucking huge it's big when you were saying that, yeah, there was a little... Mar- you put the fucking original Lego Mario and be like, oh, wow, you did a good job. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's tiny. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. This he's is... pretty big. Yeah. I, I definitely want to oh, see what people think I, I feel bad for Lego because they had a really cool setup. Yeah. Yeah. They had like a little teaser for it and everything. Damn. A new way to play Mario and shit like that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Definitely think it's awesome. And for our final story of the night, okay. I really do want to talk about Food Wars, but let's let's talk about the final story. Okay. Apparently Velma's a lesbian. <laughs> Who knew? Velma's a lesbian. So what, what started it is in Mystery Incorporated. Now, I'm not big on Scooby-Doo to begin with, but um, Velma, there's an episode where Velma's hanging out with this girl named Marcy, I guess, and they're like hugging on each other and shit, and someone's just like, yeah, they're lesbians. And this other person commented, they're like, oh, well, Velma's bi because she dated Shaggy. And then the producer of the show said, no, we were always intending to make Velma a lesbian so you know you got both sides being like uh this is tokenism and the other one's just like yay we win and how i feel about it it's like i thought about this a little bit more when um yeah maybe it is a little tokenism however velma's only a lesbian in one show so that you can take that as you will you However, she was also meant to be a lesbian in the James Gunn movies, but, you know, the studio said no. And I don't know how old Mystery Incorporated is, but people weren't as open to having gay characters on screen as they are now. So they can only do so much with subtext. Now, I wouldn't have her date Shaggy if that was your intention to make her a lesbian. That's how I feel about that. But I'm not mad that she is. Honestly, I think it makes sense. (laughs) Here's how I feel about it. This is no different than J.K. Rowling just out of the blue going, did you know Gandalf was gay? Gandalf? You mean, (laughs) what the fuck is his name? Wait, Dumbledore? Dumbledore. (laughs) Fucking hell. I mean, they're the same character. Yeah, they're both Santa Claus. (laughs) Did you know Dumbledore was gay? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know know Dumbledore was gay? That one is more, a little bit more, like, annoying. The fact that she didn't write that in the story where there wasn't even any subtext. My point is when you make a character and their character like if if them being gay or straight doesn't affect the story then it really doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter what their sexual orientation is. And just because you just all of a sudden say oh by the way did you know this character was gay the whole time? Like well why what, what does that mean? 
Like, okay. It's like saying, oh, did you know this white guy had a black dad the whole time? So like, dude, he could, he could be gangster in that one episode. It's like, well, what, what, what? does that do? <laughs> like, what does that do to the story? And like, how does that change anything? Like, does that make the character a great example for whatever community that you're pointing at? Like, no. If the story is about that, then yes. So here's what I'm saying. Next Scooby-Doo show, make Velma gay. Make Velma a gay character and make it part of the plot like Velma's hooking up with chicks left and right I wouldn't do that like that's one of the <laughs> things I mean, I mean I wouldn't have her hooking up with girls left and right but I mean, you know what I mean like, I, I know what you mean the thing I'm getting at is like whenever I watch the Scott Pilgrim movie Wallace is picking up dudes he's gay and it's part of the story that he's gay he's kicking out Scott Pilgrim because he wants dudes in the house and Scott Pilgrim is like in the way. Ugh. Like that is, and whatever you, whatever you feel about Scott Pilgrim, that's not the point I'm making. I the know, point I'm making is if you're going to have a gay character, then let it be part of the story and it makes sense. Don't just come out of the blue and say and it's that, a gay character. I, I completely, like, they were gay the whole time. I agree with that. Yeah. And I understand that. You know I that mean, black yeah. comment I just said, how ridiculous that sound? Like what? They're, what? What is that even? Like, yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. And I get it. <laughs> When it comes to, and, you know, like I said earlier, that back in the day you couldn't have, I mean, a lot of shows, if you're like, oh, hey, this character was gay all along, but we couldn't show it because of studio. And, you know, that kind of makes sense. But I feel like, what's what's bringing Venture Time into this? This is kind of the only gay couple that kind of made sense to me in like recent times i don't i don't know uh, besides gravity falls too i'll add that one was bumblebee uh, not bumblebee um princess bubblegum and marceline so they uh there's this episode where they're singing to a fucking door or some shit i don't know but uh there's this guy that's taking things that are precious to them and bubblegum had a t-shirt that marceline gave it to her and she did the whole, I'm going to sniff it because it smells like my ex. That's so weird. <laughs> I mean. Sniffing your clothes. like It smells like the person I love. Like, that's so weird. That's so, I like, cartoony and shit. I don't think it's weird. But there was other subtext. And they're, like, this whole special with Marceline where she becomes a human kind of, sort of. Hey, let me give you a real life example real quick. What? I was in, I was in high school. And this chick was hitting on me mm-hmm. and smelt my hat. And she went, oh, my God, this your hat smells like my dad. It gives me a comforted feeling. We're not talking about like that. <laughs> like, my like, God. What the fuck? I'm talking about more of like nostalgic feeling that. Give me that, I, my hat back, lady. <laughs> like. Okay, whatever. I'm I'm going to use a different example then. Sure. There's the whole Marceline special where she becomes human and then she grasps the fact that she's going to die one day and she's like having visions of the future or some shit. And she's living in this cabin with Princess Bubblegum and there are a couple in it. I'm like, okay, I understand them getting together by the end of the series. And then you had the... Uh, the gay cops in Gravity Falls where they yeah. were like, I love you the entire time. And I'm like, okay, this is cute. 
yeah, that, that's fine. Like, it's an actual story progression to the character where I'm having feelings for the same section of the visual. Like, in, in Adventure Time's case, and I haven't seen every episode. I've only watched, like, three seasons. For, like, them to have, like, oh, we're dating the opposite sex, but through the course of the series, I'm realizing, oh, I have an attraction to the same sex over there, and then they finally come together. That's fine. That, yeah, that's that works. completely fine, too. And an overall character arc, great. That one episode of Arthur, when Arthur finds out his teacher's gay, and everyone goes, what? Oh, okay. And then they... That, that was the normal, one I was just like, it's Arthur's normal, still going? <laughs> it's a normal day in the life of Arthur where it's just a gay marriage. Fine. That's a good episode. The episode is about being having the same-sex marriage and how surprising that is and how normal it should be. And that's fine. But just going up to like, hey, guess what? Did you know? Did you know Shaggy sucks dick for a living? And like, okay. But like, uh, where does that falter in his character? Like, I know Shaggy. He likes to eat food and gets scared and hangs out with his dog all the time. Like, that's Shaggy. If you just go, yo, Shaggy's, yo, Sh- Shaggy likes to suck dick, dude. And there's no example to his character on that. I'm like, oh, then what example are you showing? Yeah. That's uh, just going, hey, uh, you're wearing this color palette. All of a sudden, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's what it is. That Tumblr shit. That's all it is. Like, okay, so there's shows like Legend of Korra too, where it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, where it comes out of nowhere, and you I have haven't the, seen Legend of Korra, so I don't know, but you have. I have, and you can argue the last season. I know some people are gonna shit on me for this, but the last season for me is the only time Korra and Asami acted like they like each other. Season three seemed like they were forming a friendship, and then Asami's barely in season two, and then season one. Korra and Sami hate each other because they're dating. They want to date Mako. And I think Mako dates them at the same time. Some dumb shit. What? There was no progression of Korra or Sami's sexuality at all. And what you were talking about, like, progression that... Yes, a character can be like, come out of the closet later on in the series. But I think it needs to be written better than what they did in the Legend part Corps. Of their character. Yes. Like, if it just comes out of nowhere, it just feels like you're panicking. Yeah, that, that's what Legend Korra felt. And the producer was just like, well, we've always planned on having Korra and Asami together. If you planned it on this, then you shouldn't have Asami date Mako or... I guess you could have Korra date Mako and not have Asami date him and have it like a love triangle throughout the entire series and then have Korra accept that she's not completely straight. I guess she's confirmed by... I'm not totally for sure about that. But it should have been written better than what was presented. And then you have Voltron last season. Shiro kisses a dude at the end. And I'm like, Feels huh? Like I don't even know who the fuck that There's guy was! examples of gay characters in media like in 13 reasons why there's a character named tony who's gay from the start oh and and tony's like the best character in that show yeah he totally is he's a way better example of a gay character than oh look suddenly you're gay in steven universe um i forget the, the 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 leader of the the crystal gems uh garnet yeah garnet Good, great example of a gay character. Like, you know, like, aside, like, everyone's gay in that show, whatever, but Garnet, when she, like, unfuses, that's an actual couple who actually cares about each other. 
and every time you see them together, it's fucking heartwarming. It's very cute. The, <laughs> so, like, there's like, a scene where... Um, that's what I mean. Yeah, there's a scene where Ruby runs to Sapphire. Ruby and Sapphire, yeah. yeah. and they, like, twirl... Uh, she twirls Sapphire around. Every time they're on they screen, fuse. you can tell they love each other. It's really, it's really cute. Like, most of the other characters, they're like, yeah, we're gay, whatever... It's it's just like yeah we're we're gay and it's not even a good example yeah. but like Garnet is an actual example of a gay relationship and it, it's done wonderfully like they when they're together you just go oh <laughs> and then when they're separated you're like oh like you know that shit like and the, what I also like it about when Ruby and Sapphire aren't fused there's an episode where they're fighting the entire time and yeah, I'm like this is I'm like this is really good because you know we're just now getting gay couples in cartoons all american cartoons yeah and it's nice to see when a show is just like yeah not every relationship's perfect and you know sometimes you go through some shit i'm like okay this is this is very good congratulations rebecca sugar (laughs) (laughs) you did it you did it (laughs) if only you could have done the rest of the stuff good right if only you did if only like knew how to write villains <laughs> or learned how to take care of villains or learn how to not fucking sing and cry. And that could does character development. I'll be for real. Paradox. The real reason to watch the show watch the show for Paradox. <laughs> I I, I really show for Paradox. <laughs> I like I I actually did not like Paradox when she showed up, and then actually when she joins the squad, like that's what makes her even better. Right. Yeah. And then it's like I liked Lapis too when she when her show. second time she showed up, and then she ran away again. I'm like, ah, oh, this is why people don't like you. Stop running away from your problems. What show were we watching? Like every time they first a character first shows up, you hate them, and then like next season they're like they're like the best. Uh, I think that was strange. Things either Stranger Things or Orange is New Black did that, where like characters like Boo, like she sucks when she first comes in on the first season, but like the second season she's great. Mm-hmm. She like that. Yeah, uh, I'm just giving examples. I know. examples out there. There are better examples of gay couples than random characters that all of a sudden you didn't know, but now you do. They're also, gay. I, I want to <laughs> add to to uh, Ruby. I know you don't give a fuck about Ruby either. Let's hear it. So uh, Blake and Yang, I guess the the writers like to queer bait them in the newer seasons. However, Blake was supposed was having more screen time with a dude that cared more about her storyline. And then you had the fans be like, "Oh, but I like Blake and Yang together." And then they, I guess, got together. I don't know. Yeah. The story, the storytelling in Ruby is so fucking awful. I'm just like, people, what the fuck? It's just like if characters turn gay because the fans say it's so, and the writers just caved, then that's not a good gay. Character. It's not. It's that's not, not a good example of a gay character. No, like, I... they should be like built up as a story. Like if they're like coming out, or at the beginning of the story, they are gay and they're just living their normal life, and that's a good example. If they're well written and from the fucking start it was planned then yeah we can have a really yeah roundabout well gay character like fucking always sunny is doing a good job of this shit where mac was fucking uh like a homophobe throughout the whole thing and then when they finally go fuck it let's do it and they made him an actual gay character they're actually doing a good job of keeping him a gay character and mm-hmm. making it make sense you know He's still saying shit that's crude and, like, wrong. (laughs) Like, it's still, like, okay, we understand what you guys are going through. And, like, 
let's let's talk about it. There's an actual conversation, and it's actually good character development here. Like and these these writers who just come out of nowhere just to please their fans, like yeah, they're gay now. It's just like fuck off. Like, yeah, it's, it's really it's like fuck stupid. off. <laughs> it's just stupid. Oh, like okay, so I I don't know if you agree or disagree. You have um, Sailor Moon where you had Michiru and Haruka, and they were lesbians when they first showed up. Like they did not hide that they were in love with each other. And then when you know the when they first came out in America, they were like, let's make them cousins. But still, when you watched it, well, when I watched it as a little kid, I was like, um. If we're talking about dating. the official dub, like not the four kids version, and the official like manga release of Sailor mm-hmm. Moon. Those two are more of a better example of a working open relationship than they are a gay relationship cuz like Uranus is trying to fuck Usagi. <laughs> like for real for real for real. And like Venus is cool with it and like Venus they, Is that her name? Is it Venus? Uh, Not Neptune. Venus. Neptune, whatever. You know, there's so many planets. I like how you don't <laughs> We're going through their sailor their sailor scout's name. But yes, Uranus and Neptune if are their name them. ain't Mercury or Jupiter. I don't give a fuck. All right. <laughs> 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 like uh, your anus, your assness, and uh, a Neptune like seem to be cool with an open relationship and whatever. So like, I guess that's a better example of like a working open relationship. Even though in real life that can have problems, but hey, if it's working for them, you go, girl. <laughs> like, um, I, sexuality I, I... in Sailor Moon has always just been open. Like, you know, it the even kind of like play around of like, yeah, if you're well, I mean, they're transgender character because of magic. But hey, if you had the magic ability to switch from a guy and a dude, fuck it. Like, have fun. You <laughs> so, know, I never so thought then, of it like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's transgender characters, but only from the sake of magic. So if if it works, it works. Be yourself. If you want to grow a dick through Hocus Pocus <laughs> and then start fucking chicks and you're mainly a chick, go right ahead. <laughs> I mean, as long as, like, you know, both parties are cool with it, like, and then go for it. <laughs> so, I don't know. Turns <laughs> Sailor out Moon Sailor Moon was more woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, how do you feel about, like, um, Sensei at the show? Like, there's this whole thing with shouldn't. Sensei might be ain't woke. No, I'm saying that... <laughs> No, Sensei is not, but um, <laughs> End of story. the whole thing with like when they brought a when they remade it, they made Shun into a girl, and people uh, yeah. were like, Well, Shun was the only gay character in it. Shun was not gay, um, I didn't see him fuck a dude, no, but he sure not held, once, uh, he sure held yoga very lovingly. <laughs> But you know why he held a yoga? Because that's his friend. You yeah, want that motherfucker it. to die. I know it. So that's why. It's not like he was going, ooh, I finally get to hug yoga. Oh, yoga. It's just me and you. How about I keep you on with my Cosmo, boy? Like, it wasn't like that. It was, Shin was like, yoga, my friend, I don't want you to die. Please take my energy. Take my heat so you can survive. Like, that's that's just anime shit, right? I know it. Like, I don't. When it comes to this shit, I don't like people beating around the bush. Just like, if you're gay, make him gay. Yeah, right. Like, who cares? But, uh... Like, if Sean's gay, sweet, dude. I'd fuck him. <laughs> he's, he's a nice guy. <laughs> I just don't like he how... He deserves love. <laughs> I, 
my thing was that people were calling him. (laughs) They they were calling him gay because he's the feminine one and he's the nice one. I'm like, that's not fair to Shun. Let Shun say if he's gay or not. Well, (laughs) well, okay. So it comes down to because a guy isn't super masculine doesn't mean that he's gay. It just means that he's more feminine. You know. Yeah. And we shouldn't be stereotyping gay characters either i mean in a marketing perspective shun was probably created to appeal more to girls or that's why shun was created was to cater more to the female audience or people who are just more feminine yeah like they're they know like when you're creating the power rangers you have to have the pink ranger right like mm-hmm. that's like the whole deal so saint seo was just doing that it was just a marketing thing so i mean it really doesn't mean too much mm-hmm. but like turning shun into a girl i mean i guess like they're just they're thought of it they're, they're thinking like well we, let's put a girl on the team and that's, who's that's the feminine one shun so let's make shun a girl that's what their whole thing was yeah. that the director was just like well we didn't want to add a girl and be like oh look it's the girl character so let's even make that's what sh- they did. <laughs> even though that's what they did i'm like you know you motherfuckers could add shina to the main cast <laughs> please fuck so I made Shin into a girl. And if they make a season two, and now this is just speculation, was that um, female Shin was having a lot of chemistry with Hyoga. So I'm like, are, are, are you guys going to make them together? Because if you do that, you're going to piss off a lot more people. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you, I bet you that it's just going to play out like it normally did. And Shin's going to hug Hyoga and it's not going to mean anything. I bet you that's what's going to happen. And it's probably going to last like three seconds because, you know, they're fucking fast forwarding this shit like as fast as possible. Uh, so, you yeah. think any of the gold stains is going to be girls? Uh, yes. My money is Aphrodite. Yeah, Aphrodite's <laughs> going to be a girl. And then I'm like, man, you really, you guys are. This is assuming that they're going to make a new one. <laughs> but like, you know. You know. <laughs> you know? But oh no, we're just saying that gay characters need to be written better than as, some you know. guy being like, Hey, this character was always supposed to be gay, even though we didn't write them as. What I'm saying is, like, you announced it. Now step up. Yep. Make another Scooby-Doo series where Velma's gay. Yep, then, exactly. Put put money where your mouth is, you know? They had a chance to make Velma a lesbian in the new Scooby-Doo movie. I mean, like, SpongeBob is apparently gay now, which SpongeBob always danced around sexuality, but, like, it's not supposed to be about that, right? It's just supposed to be about I don't having know. a funny time, right? <laughs> like, it's just like we're making jokes. We're trying to make kids laugh. That's the whole point of SpongeBob. Like, we're trying to make you laugh. It's not about who's dating who, whatever. It's just about we want you to laugh. It's supposed to be stupid. I like, still believe that SpongeBob's gay, though. I believe it. Sure. Sure, sure, but like... I mean, I've seen how he looks at Squidward. That's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point of SpongeBob. The point of SpongeBob is just to make you laugh. You're supposed to laugh. Yeah. I see what you mean. Ha 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 ha. Now, if they make a new SpongeBob that's about sexuality and that you can teach kids something like, hey, be comfortable. Like, if you're not... If you're having feelings for the same sex, it's fine. Like, that, then that's cool. That's new SpongeBob. But current SpongeBob and SpongeBob I've seen... It's just about making a laugh. It's a fucking skit show. Like each episode doesn't thread into the next. Like characters don't develop in SpongeBob. It's just everyone resets and let's make you laugh. <laughs> That's the whole point. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just saying, just write gay characters from the start. Mm-hmm. Shit, let's make a fucking you know regular ass funny sitcom where there's a gay character and then you know he has his he has his jokes or her jokes or whatever. Who cares? Just make it part of the team. Like it's just what it is. <laughs> it's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
No, that makes sense. Well, that was a deep podcast. Right. <laughs> you got a laugh from that that uh, Velma Velma story. Right. But uh, yeah, if you want to talk about deep shit with us, we probably won't answer it. But hey, go to popcornmedia@gmail.com or at MediaCool on Twitter or check us out on whatever podcast are. We're mainly on Anchor. So. And we also have an Instagram. We also have an Instagram, uh, uh, Popcorn Media. I think, yeah, I think that's the tag, Popcorn Media. Just type that in. Yeah. Get that going. Say some stuff. Talk to us. We don't talk about much. You know, we talk <laughs> about anime, movies, and apparently deep shit recently. Like every podcast has been deep shit, apparently. I but mean, like deep shit's going on, so whatever. I mean, that's part of the. Uh... <laughs> it's part of the pop culture, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.